Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network. Founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook, their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's Marcia Casper-Cook, and um, it's W. It's a World of Ink special, and we have one guest only today because this guest, you're going to want to hear everything she has to say. She's on Facebook all the time helping all these, a lot of authors, marketing, and talking about different things that she's done from experience. And um, I'll be joining her, actually, because both of us have been doing this a long time, so we'll just you know, talk about a lot of different subjects. I'll open the chat room in a few minutes. Uh, but I wanted to thank everybody, as always, for tuning in and sharing all of our posts and um, some of the shows. And we will be having, as I think I mentioned last week, we will be having more romance shows again um, starting off couple weeks from now and that's going to be more of like a specialty because there's so many people writing romance and all the different genres that I think we're going to have more shows like that with me as the host and um, then I'm going to bring Jean out because I'll, uh, I'll let her introduce herself and um, then we'll get into a conversation and if you have any questions in the chat room just please let us know okay hi Jean, how are you? I'm so glad Hi, you're, I'm you're good. here today. I'm very glad you're here, and I want you to tell everybody what you do because you do so many things. I, uh, and I've you've been on several times, but I think like the two of us will just be talking because I know that there's so much that I watch everything that you're telling people, and it's always truthful. So and and that's well, on a daily ba- and it's on a daily basis. <laughs> so well, uh, a little bit too uh, yeah. much, yeah. No, well, you know what? Um, you're you're very helpful and nice to a lot of the authors that don't actually know. And I'll just say one thing before we begin: if people are looking for answers, there aren't any exact answers. Whatever you know, what works for one might not work for the other. I spend all right. my years of writing looking for answers, and finally, the answer is there is no answer. So I think that that's basically, exactly. yeah. All right, so you can tell everybody how long you've been doing this and what you've done. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot going well, on. My first book came out in 2003, but that was a nonfiction book called Beyond the Bake Sale, the Ultimate School Fundraising Book by St. Martin's Press. That was ages ago. I've been writing romance novels, um, fiction since I guess about 2010. I think I started maybe a little bit in 2009. Um, and I was, I've been with three different publishers. Um, one uh, was the nonfiction. The other one, we parted company, you know, pleasantly. And the third one, 
uh, went out of business, but did it in a very, very nice way. A I great spent five way. years. Yeah, yeah, with Secret Cravings Press, um, yes. publishing rather, yes. as their marketing director. And then after that, I decided that it was that I had learned enough, and I felt comfortable self-publishing my own my own works, and that's what I've been doing ever since. It's one yeah, very moon, big job. Your moonlight, right? Your moonlight. Is that you? Moonlight. No. No, it's not you. Oh, moonlight books. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's okay. Me. Okay, right. Okay. Yes. Right, I'm on. not moonlighting yet. <laughs> you're right, you're right, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Moonlighting is my own publisher, you know. Um, yeah, I know. Yes, but that, I mean, people say, oh, self published, but what it really is, is you do become a publisher. It isn't just, oh, I'll put a book up, because there's a right. lot more involved in that. A lot more involved. Definitely- I don't advise people who are new with this to do this. I advise that people should go with a publisher first. And, and well, yeah, the problem the is with the publishers, the though. The po- problem is what I've been finding out, which you know also, a lot of them are going out of business. And this is yes. really sad for new authors, but in some way it's a wake-up call for them because you can't rely on somebody to do all of your marketing and no. doing everything for you because you actually have to learn this business. It's a tough one, and there's a lot to do. And, yes. and independently publishing does not mean you just throw a book together and throw it out. It's the exact same process that publishers use, and there's nothing different about it. No, no, and there's a lot to learn, and that's why after having yeah. had five years with Secret Cravings and right. being so close to the publisher who's still a close friend of mine, Sandy Sullivan, yeah. I've learned a lot about how to put a book up and about what makes a good cover. Um, I you know, created relationships with my editor with my my cover artist, my proofreader, and so on. So when I went out on my own, I already had these relationships. Right. I didn't have to start looking for an editor that I would feel comfortable with knowing nothing and knowing right. no one. And that's why having been with a publisher first, I, I was like much farther ahead. When yeah. I, I went out on my own, I mean, before that, I did do a couple of self-published books. But you did know, you know, Andy you've been get them out in time. You've been you giving advice for years, and you know, and you did know things. And you know, the problem is, is that you know, I think some people are afraid to ask a question because they think it might be like you know something. Someone will say, "Oh, this is ridiculous," but there is no ridiculous question because we're not born no. knowing this. And this, there are so many different facets to this. I mean, you start with one thing, and you know, it is confusing for people. I don't care how long they're in this. When I every day I get a new thing that says okay you want to do a newsletter you want to do um oh, you right. want to be on twitter there's you so want much to be, going on do, oh my god and i i email them all i, I look through it and honestly i it's, it's crazy though i mean there's so many people and i think it's difficult to tell who's good and who's not so sometimes you have to try for yourself and then find somebody right. that you really feel comfortable with yes i mean that's so important when it comes to an editor and a proofreader is having trust in the person who's working with you and faith in their ability. And if you have that, that's really great. But if you don't have that, it's it's a very uncomfortable process. Um, and you don't necessarily have that right off the bat. That's something that kind of can you don't. grow between two you don't. people. Right. But it's, it's you really have to have, I mean, if I didn't have my support group, you know, mm-hmm. editor, proofreader, cover right. artist, it would be a lot harder for me to do what I do. Um, right. I rely on them, and now I've hired a high school kid in my building because I just can't do it all. 
I just well, well, okay. So well, tell me what the person, what what kind of a job did you give them to do? I mean, I'm I'm always figuring out how I can explain to someone what I do to get someone to work for me. So you got a high school. What did you tell them you wanted them to do yes. for you? Well, I did a mailing, a Valentine's Day mailing, and I wanted uh-huh. to do very special bookmarks. Um, since I'm writing sports romance, I created yes, I bookmarks for my new baseball series with the most adorable little charms you've ever seen. The little tiny baseball mitt with a ball in it and a little tiny bat. And I wanted and you got those. Cute, you've got on, cute guys on your covers. That's the next thing I want to talk about. Very cute. Oh, I have, yes, I have several cute guys on my cover. <laughs> yes. That's another thing. I'm now shooting, you know, hired a photographer to shoot my cover shots. So oh, I'm not using right now, I'm not using stock photos. Right. And that's another expense and then a whole other thing that takes up all kinds of time. It's not just like, you know, sitting with a glass of wine and looking. At you know what? And guys, I think people think you know, that it takes, it's very hard. I did my website again and I wanted a certain cover. Well, if I didn't, I, I really did look for thousands of pictures because, and you know, you really, right. you, it, and some of them you think are good, but then you need, you, you have something in your mind until you find it. So that's not easy either. It's a good idea to do probably no. what you're doing because then you, you have the person and then oh. you pick. Yeah. No, you have idea. no idea. <laughs> You have no idea because I decided if I was doing baseball team that I wanted my guys wearing baseball uniforms with my team name on them. Right. Okay. Well, that would be. So I had to find a, a website that, and I had to design the logo. I had to have the T-shirts printed up, but I had to find a company that would only print up one or actually two. I think I got it in two yeah, sizes. Yeah. Okay. Which was in Canada. So it took forever to arrive here, and then I had to buy pants to go with it, and the props. <laughs> I, I mean, it's but the the covers are great because it says Nighthawks on the across the guy's chest, and I mean, that's good. my key I name. Mean, they're and, really good. All of your covers. You. I think you know, that adds a lot. It, it does add, you know, and I I have an issue with covers because I keep changing my covers, which is, it's not a good idea to do what I do. That's why I try a lot of things and I go, don't do this because, in fact, you know. The cover is important, very, and it and I yes. don't know why I feel the need constantly to keep changing things, which I absolutely don't know, but I feel like it sometimes. But I was talking to the publishing company I used to publish my work, and mine is also under Michigan Avenue Media now, which is my company, and, um, you know, I don't want to confuse people, but Amazon, which I noticed on – now, you have books from the past on your um, Amazon page, but as you yes, know, they won't take any covers. off. They don't take them off. And they do take off the old e-books, but when e-books. it comes to paperbacks, those are on yeah. forever because yeah. people resell them. So those are there forever. Well. I did take an I, entire series and change the cover because I realized that I had made a big mistake in the way I had marketed the, the yeah. series and it was a New York series and I had I mean yes there are pugs on all the books but I had pugs on the covers and no New York skyline and I said what was I thinking how yeah, insane is that if this is called the Manhattan Dinner Club then you've got to have Manhattan on the cover so I had my cover designer design new covers there are all, fortunately only four books in the series so yeah, I have I saw, all new covers I saw that, on that. and I see how much some of them are. I mean, there's like five hundred. I mean, that's what happens. They become collectors. I, I assume because I went through your, you know, your <laughs> author central page, and you have so many books there, and you know that's a problem. Yeah. They won't do this, and I, people, you know, everybody knows this, but 
Oh, let's, let's say everybody doesn't know it. Authors know this. I don't know that people do. So it's kind of confusing for people, I think, because Amazon will not do certain things, no matter what you say. They will not right. take anything That's off. true. They don't take down paperbacks, but it's it's a secondhand business. Just like, yeah. you know, and some authors get upset when they see someone else selling their paperback. They feel as if, oh, they're being robbed. But no, it's just as if your paperback showed up in a garage sale. Yeah, yeah there's nothing the right once I they mean, buy it, they have the right to resell it. Right, and, and, and you and, can't. That's a good issue to talk. That's something to talk about because you know, they, I mean, this is a strange market because before Amazon, this none none of these things ever happened. So you know, I know everybody's afraid that their books are going to get stolen, and this is going to happen, and that's going to happen. Know, but but there's there's nothing we can do about anything. So they should no, just and keep it's not a bad thing. If somebody's reselling your paperback, yeah. then your book will reach a new audience and new readers, and it will continue to yeah. live. Paperbacks have a lot longer life than e-books because they are passed from person to person and recommended yes. and handed down and so on, and they're really worth and the investment. Know, so I'm going to ask you a question because this, speaking of that, it was really fun. I was watching um, the new um, – Joan and Betty series, uh, Joan Crawford, and because this is my idol, Joan oh, Crawford, yeah. I love her. And they had, which was so interesting, and about whatever happened to Baby Jane in during the at the beginning of the, I guess it's, I thought it was just going to be a one-time deal. Well, they had uh, Joan Crawford have her. Uh, she had someone working for her. They had this person go to the library and take books out, and books and books and books, and she looked through all these books and was looking to find something that she could have done as a movie. Oh, and it cool. was interesting because just, we just think this is now, but apparently not, because they, I, I believe that's probably true because a, a lot of, we all know a lot of movies are from books. So yes, it was interesting yes, that she found a book, whatever happened to Baby Jane, and then they made it into a script, uh, you know, and then they made it into a no, movie. Cool. So, yeah. so, yeah, so, I mean, so there, so, I was just talking this other day that if your book is out there and maybe it doesn't sell as well as you think it should, but maybe somebody will pick it up someday and make it into a movie. You don't know. They have to have. Well, I've actually had somebody it. write a, a script, a screenplay from one of my books. So, yeah. Well, right, because and I write screenplays. I write screenplays <laughs> now. I have twelve screenplays. So the first one I'm st- oh. I did was now Grand Central Station. I made it into a short novella because being an agent for a lot of years, I realized that Hollywood they're not reading long books sometimes. So the novella is from the screenplay, but it always it turned out differently. So I, I'm probably going to do it with a lot of others. But so there's no way to know what could happen with your future. So, but True. the most important thing is get that book made. If it's yes. never made, yes, you're never going to know. Exactly, exactly. And paperbacks are a good thing. Um, all kinds of stuff that that you know goes on with them, and you have them for book signings, um, for giveaways. Um, I have books now, left you, over from Secret Cravings that I'm giving away on Goodreads. So right. there are lots of things you can do. And actually, I did start this one thing, which I I'm kind of proud of. I had uh, my I lost my very best best friend. A year okay. ago, Thanksgiving, oh. at, you know, I mean, a friend of 50 years, someone I had gone to, uh. you know, middle school with. And, I mean, it was still close all these years. And she died of ovarian cancer. And she was a, a great reader of my books. And I would send her a book to read before it was published. And she would take it with her when she went to chemo, chemo. on Friday. And she would read uh-huh. it there. And she told me that it was just great because the book took her away. After she died, um, that very year and every year since, or last year and this year, I have donated a copy of every single one of my paperbacks 
to a um, uh, the first year was a chemotherapy center. So I think we. I think I did that with you. I think that, I did that with you. I did that with you one year. The first year you might my, have. Yeah. Yes, and last I didn't year realize I gave you were doing woman, it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, uh, last year I gave it to a woman who, through a friend of mine from high school, who um, was in touch with a lot of women who were dealing with breast cancer, and so I sent her the books for these women because they take them away. You know, they're feel-good books that take them yeah. somewhere else. And I'm calling this Project Marilyn after my friend. And it, it made me feel better to do oh, something. Oh, it's a great like that. idea. And that's, that's what you know. Romance books are about. They're they're feel, my books are to feel good books. Yeah, yes. people get into trouble. Yes, they, they make you cry. Yes, bad things happen. But everything comes out okay in the end. And it's with the way because the world life, is so though, crazy. Life. It's that, really nice life. to have yeah. something that that you can count on. It's going to make you feel good when it's over. And and that's what. Romance books are, are about, and it's one of the things yeah. I like about them. I spend my day working toward happy endings, and isn't that a wonderful way to live? I think it um, is. I, I think it is, actually. You know, and that that's really what people don't understand sometimes is that, you know, you don't, if you just start writing and you just, and you're so worried about what everybody thinks, you'll never finish a book. Just make the best book you can possible. And, you know, we're very critical of ourselves, authors, but people, yes. when they read the book, they're in, they enjoy it, you know, and a lot of times I think what people do is, unfortunately, everybody, you know, that's a writer, they're looking for a comma out of place. They're looking for a word spelled wrong. Everybody has that in their books. And I think that's one of the things, actually, the good thing about audiobooks is nobody can do, they don't do that. Because in audiobooks, they just I listen love to audiobooks. It. I love them. Too. I love audiobooks. I have 10 and, books out now on audio, 11, shortly yeah. to be 11. Um, yeah. The thing I is, five, I find I it six, so funny. Yeah, I love it. About, about uh, authors is that the people who shouldn't have to worry about their books being any good do, and the people who really should worry that their books are terrible and need work don't. You're right. You are right yes. because that yes. is true. We worry so much about a page. Like I can go, if you go over a page, I, I'll use a script. Like I can go over in a script. I can go over it like 20 times for one word. If it's not right, I have to, because it's right. dialogue, so it has to be. But, you know, people, when they're reading something, they don't. And, um, one of the ideas that I had, which it, it's not a great idea for a lot of people. I still think it's a good idea, but I've done it. I've made one of my books into a script, and now I finally, I did hire someone also after having it into a book because that didn't work, but it's now on, going to be on Kindle. And I think people can read a script, and you can still get the story. So I think that there's a lot of screenwriters. I really wanted them to do this because you never know. Somebody could read that screenplay and go, this is sure. it. It's already in most screenwriters don't have a chance like writers do to do, to put their books on Kindle or whatever because scripts, you, you know, they get, it goes on a Hollywood agent's desk and it goes in the garbage a lot of times, you know. So, But right. a book is a book, and people don't yes, throw away books. I did something different this year, too. I wrote, decided I would write um, a, a serial. So I, I did that, that in December. I started at the beginning, yeah, and I wrote a new episode every day. And I'm still in the process of editing, and I haven't gotten around to it because it's a Christmas story, so I figured it was no hurry. But I, but but I am going to put it out series. as a book. But episodic, right, tell me what you're going to do. With, uh, of, talk to me about that. Tell me about what you're doing. You did one story because I've done these. It's there was one story in no, the, the house, the house sitter's Christmas, and mm-hmm. it was every day in the life of this woman who came to New York City to sit, you know, to spend the holidays 
in an empty house or the house would not be empty and the cat would be fed and so on. And it was her experiences, different, you know, episode every day. And I've taken that and I've not blended it together to be a regular book with chapters. It's still episodic, episode one, episode two. And the book is like that. Um, I gave it to my editor and my proofreader, and I still have to put in the last few edits. And then I'm how many do you have? How many Um, episodes do you have? I did for the whole month of December. I think I started like on the third, so I may have Mm -hmm. 25, maybe 28. So it's all going to go into one book as an episode. Episode. Right, and it's like Hmm. it ended up being I don't know, fifteen, eighteen thousand words, something like that. By the time I was done, anyway, so. It's like a that's short, a good, you know, see, like a right, short yes, story like or it, a novella. See, that's a good thing. I'm just wondering. See, because that's one of the things. See, I've, we've talked about this many times on my show, and I I wanted, I had so many, I've had so many authors on my shows with, you know, small st- stories, and they all do them in a book. So I started right. to do that with my Virginia Templeton series, and I did it. Then I put three together. Then, when because if you leave one and you have more, it's smart to do it the way you did because people just go, oh, it's too short. I'm going like, where does it not show you that there's 25 but I didn't pages do it in the book? A, I didn't do it as a I book know. first. I you posted didn't. on my blog an separately? episode every okay. day on my blog so that oh, I people would come back that. every day. Right, and that was really, really what a great idea to, to create some traffic from my blog, and then I kind of got into it. And afterwards, somebody said, oh, I missed the last chapter, the last episode where I sent it to them. And, oh, is this going to be on, you know, on Amazon? I have to look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, see, that's what I couldn't figure out. That's a great way to do it. Oh, my God. That's really good. I wasn't intending to make it a book. I was just, it was a writing exercise. That's a great idea because if that's what happened with mine. I didn't know because people go like, oh, it's a short story. And I've had tons of people on that do short stories. And so when people give them a review, they go, oh, it's too short. And I'm thinking like, okay, this is a short story. But see, that is, that's a good way to do it, a really good way. Because I couldn't figure out fun. how I didn't. Yeah, because that's, but that's really good because then you're getting people hooked into your idea. Great. I'm going to go on and look at right. it. That's a great idea. Right. It was really fun, and, and it was a story I wanted to tell. And it was at Christmas time when I knew I had Great. to be writing my next sports romance book, and I had you know plenty of work to do. But this story was eating at me and had been eating at me for several years. I said, i got to write it, but I'm not going to write it like all at once, like 3,000 words and all this kind of stuff. And so on days when I was involved with family over Christmas and I couldn't put an episode together, I wrote it in advance. And so I all I had to idea. do that morning was, you know, click on publish on my blog because it was on there. I put them all down ahead of time when I needed to. I added plenty of pictures to make it fun. Oh, and that's then I great. hit publish. Okay. And so every day there was a new episode. And that's I had never great. done that before. It was it was See, it was interesting. See, that would work great for me because I right, I did my guilty pleasures, but the, I started to do one story, then I did two, then I did, you know, three, so then I put them in a book. But then I, I'm, I thought I was going to be done, but I'm not because I, they're still in my head, so I have to do more. And so, and I'm going to, there's so yeah. many, I write with a lot of characters. So I was thinking that I'm going to start writing like, each like a, each chapter might be just the character or something like that, but I didn't because right. the story thing wasn't going well for me. So I think people were reading it and people like it, but then they want more. So 
I, right. you know, but then I start doing something different. I have issues that way because I keep changing things because I started out as a children's author. Also, then I did the screenplay. So it's really hard to find where you fit. But I kind of, like you say, they're in your head. And so that means you're not done. If your characters are, or right, your exactly. idea, yeah, they're not. That's so a great I had idea. so much fun doing that that maybe I will do that next year, but do it episodically in November and then come out with the book in December for Christmas. Yeah. I don't know because I did NaNoWriMo this year, which was great, and um, it really you know, it? worked very well oh, for me. I don't know if I can do both, but it's it's possible. It's very possible. See, but, to uh, do both. Uh, see, because I think what's happening to me is I need to have a goal because when I did my scripts, I just went straight through and finished the script. But somewhere along the line, I know where the somewhere is. Somewhere I started doing radio shows. Six years ago, and then I started, you know, and that's what happened to me because I just don't do a radio show. I, you know, I just don't come on the air. I may not have set questions, but I am on the internet looking at everybody's work, watching what they do, you know, and I. Yeah. That's why I see everything you're doing, and and I may not comment on everything because that's just not me. But I am watching because I want to see what's out there and what's important to everybody. Right. And, you know. Right. So I think that I think in my head now I have to go, okay, enough, because unfortunately what has happened, which I'm sure you've noticed, unless you put money into Facebook ads, which I do, other people do not see all your Facebook ads. Do you have True. any ideas? What do you do with that? you just kind of roll with I it? Do, or I, do I boost Facebook posts. I do. Yeah. That's my and you, main you, source you, of advertising. And do you do, do, you do paid ones? I, I add money yeah, yeah. to mine. Yeah, you do. Okay. Yes. All right. So you like? I, I do. Think you can't, I mean, I get a lot of people There is no more free advertising, Marcia. The okay, days of free right. advertising for authors are dead. That 2012. Okay, sure, but not anymore. And if I agree. To be an author, you have I totally have agree. Yeah. All right, you so then you're, that, that's a good anymore. thing to talk about now. So you're right. You have to. I mean, have you can exchange like with other authors and have that kind of, you know, go on each other's blogs and and do newsletter yeah. exchange. That's the kind of stuff you can do, and that can work for you. But that can't be a steady diet. Right. That can't I agree. be. A, you, right. you need to have something you can turn on and turn off at will, and that is I, dependent upon other people. See, and, and it's you have great. To pay. And I would you continue to, to do it, right. but. You yeah. you have to have control of what you're doing and um, that kind of so stuff. So you're I saying think I set aside a budget, set aside a little budget. Is that what you're saying? Set aside yeah. a budget for advertising. Yeah. I agree. I, I mean, agree. even as little as thirty five dollars, if you do it on boost, boost yeah. a Facebook post for a week on thirty five dollars, it's five dollars a day, and you'll still get yeah. you'll get coverage. You get a lot of coverage. Like you I will. put something out, and I I put something out. Even if you put five dollars for two days, depending on what it is, it may not. It's not always my. It's like maybe a nail polish I put out or something because I'm doing my Lady Jane Sinclair. I'm doing it um, a style page. I'll get ten thousand people looking. You know, ten thousand people yeah. where I get five people maybe looking at it without putting any money. So I do think people, right. even though they say they don't want to, but you know what? If you go to Starbucks, you spend four dollars for. A coffee that you know. Yes. P- people have said that on my show, and I agree with that. If, if some, you know, we can only do so much for nothing. You know, what I mean, there's right, and, and you know, people get mad at Facebook for that, but you know what? I Wake up and idea. smell the roses. It's a business. I they agree. They have the right to charge <laughs> for that. That's ridiculous. You're right. Of course, they're going to yeah. charge. And I think that's the right. whole thing. And everybody's getting mad at everybody. But the one thing is that you know. You, you're not involved in it, I know, that because you're not out there doing it, but, you know, all the fighting that occurs and everything, I think that, you know, when you're an author 
I think you need to have a good time out there, and I think you need to remember yeah. why you started writing. You don't start writing to, you know, yell at people or, tell, or you know, ask this one to do this free or that one or everybody's wanting everything no. for free. You, you became a writer because you love it and you want to have fun, you know. Yes, and, that's true. And, and that's actually, true. And there's, just, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of, of nastiness and ranting and carrying on and expecting yeah. things from other people. And then there are new people coming by saying, well, tell me how to do this. How do I market? What do I do to launch my book? And I'm going, really? I yeah. should tell you everything that I paid for, do, blood, but, sweat, but tears, and money, to get where I am. First of all, it may not work for you. Second of all, I should right. just hand that over to you. Really? Why? So right. when people come to me and say, as a newbie, what should I do? I'm planning on writing a book or I've written a book, yada, yada, yada. And I said, really? Yeah. Find yeah. authors, yeah. other people yeah. out there. Read their yeah. posts. Leave yeah. comments. Yeah. Buy their books. Write reviews. Be their friend. Yeah. Support them. Okay? And then when it comes time for you to launch your book, you will have these people who have a following will then turn around and support you. People who come in and ask you to hand over everything you know Oh, can I yeah. pick your brain, which is one of my least favorite expressions. No, yeah. you can't. Why should I do that? Why yeah. should I do that? And, when, well, and then when I you know, don't, you know people what, get though, mad. But you do that. But you do. Look, it, I, and I wrote this I down, answer there, questions. I, I help people, but I don't tell them, do oh, a you lot. should do X, Y, and Z. You do a lot. I'm I mean, not I as much as I used to. Well, you know, but I see what you answer, you know, in the writers, in the romance writers market. And, you know, you always answer truthfully. Yes. And, you know, yes. and this, this in this market is really important that you can count on someone that would, look, we, you can't, that's one of the reasons I still do the shows. Because, you know, I myself, after seven years of shows and, I mean, hundreds of shows, wow. I always learn something. Like even today, I just learned what you said about what you're doing on your episodes. So, you know, and that's something that I try right. to do, but in a different way. And I think it's a great idea what you did. So I've learned something Thank today. You. And I think that when people think they don't have to learn anything, this is an issue. This is yes, a big always. issue. Because yes. look at like look what you're saying. Look how many years, and it takes a long time. You know, I listen to webinars, and I'm thinking, really? I'm say, and I'm still listening to the webinar knowing that they're not even saying anything, basically, to the people that I would say, you know, and because I've done this for 20 years. So I think when you're giving them an answer, you're giving them an honest answer. And when you're saying what to yes. do at the beginning, this is a really good thing. But, you know, I think people don't, they think that they're going to learn it all. You cannot learn this all in one thing. And, and as no. we're speaking now, something is changing. So, you know, right. it changes. <clears throat> There's no magic button. Things that used no. to work two years ago were blog hops were huge yep. yeah. and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And blog tours were big. And yeah. all that. And then what happened is they got overused. And that's now beginning to happen with newsletters. And unless you're doing something really brilliant with your newsletter, you know, um, newsletters well, some, are you know, being I start, overused. I, after all these years, I'm actually starting to do a newsletter, which I should have done forever because I have yeah. so many people that have been over the years. And I'm, you know, but you can't really do the mail. And I hired someone to do it. It was Mary, uh, Mary, uh, which she is uh, scrambled. And I, Listen to her webinar, and I, um, she's actually writes things on the 
romance marketing. And I, I do not post a lot with there, but I do watch it. That's why I see you and I saw her on there. And I've never yeah. done one. And I think if people are starting, it's not a bad idea to start one because at least you know yes. – like, if you have something new coming out, I use my shows a lot to put everything out, but I don't have a good mailing list, and, and I need one. And I think right. people... Well, now there are a lot of people marketing for you to yeah. get your mailing list, but then you have to be careful. You get a lot of people on there, which I had recently from somebody who wasn't careful where she got names, and I lost a lot of people with my welcome email, <clears throat> and MailChimp got really mad and said, you know, wow. we're going to suspend your account if that happens. So I went right through my mailing list and took out a thousand names of people who hadn't opened one in the last five newsletters. People who yeah. had not opened the email, I just took them right out. I yeah. just I eliminated them from my list yeah, so I wouldn't yeah. get these people yeah. unsubscribing, you know, in huge numbers. I try to make my newsletter interesting. I always add some kind of puzzle. Um, I frequently add recipes. I add yeah. other things. I try not to make it a solely a buy my book newsletter. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, I hate offering free books. The only place I really do that is in my newsletter. Um, yeah. And now I'm working on a Mother's Day uh, contest, actually putting okay, that together. Okay, that's the other thing. You know, oh, you by the way, that, that young man did the mailing for me. He made all really? these. I had 100, 100 um, bookmarks where wow. he attached the charms. Then he put together the mailing for me where I had swag. I oh, had nice. a fridge yeah. magnet and a, a credit card holder and these bookmarks and a wow. little message for me. And he put it all in envelopes and, and wow. helped me stamp it and he sealed it and he put the return Good address idea. labels. And Good he idea. made all those wonderful bookmarks, which were so adorable. I don't have time to do that. I wanted well, to see, do something a little thing. different. Well, that's the whole thing. I know this, you know, and I know, you know, and I, I yeah. am – you know, and I know you are too. I mean, people don't realize how much work this is. You know, it's no, constant plus, plus all the things that are in our head while we're doing one thing. You know, like I could be watching TV and all of a sudden something comes to mind. It has nothing to do with the t- what I'm watching on TV, but it has something to do with one of my characters that I might be using. So then I have to write a little note. It's We're always thinking yeah. of things. And so it is right. – sometimes the mind is consumed a lot. And sometimes I go like, oh, my God. I need to like stop, but we don't stop, you know, because right. there's always no, we don't something stop. we're I'm going back and I'm re-editing some of the early books that I wrote because yeah. you know my craft has improved. I've learned certain yes. Um, yes. <laughs> tricks of the trade from Secret Cravings that help books to flow. So I'm yeah. going back and re-editing and reissuing some of my old books, and I'm kind yeah. of in the process of that yeah. now. Plus, I've decided to move internationally, so. I'm working. I yeah. have a whole bunch of books being translated now, and I'm I know, like, one of them I yeah, noticed so. you did one. On, so all right, so that, that's a good idea. You know, I mean, and also, see, that's the other thing. When you're on Amazon, you think that if you're on Author Central, you can be on Author Central in the UK. Well, that's not true because you have to register for it separately, like on UK. So I mean, this is these are projects so, uh. that you have to do, and uh, I myself you know, don't like all this busy work, but am constantly doing busy work and mad at myself because I keep doing this and I keep saying, what is going on here? Yeah. I do one thing and then there's another. And, you know, I try to find people that will work, but it's very hard to explain what we do sometimes. Oh, you yeah. Know? I'm and, actually going to be teaching this young man how to format books 
because yeah. I'm going to have all these books translated. They're going to come in. They have to yeah. be formatted before I can put them up. I don't have time to do that right now. So I'm yeah. going to teach him how to do that, and I'm I'm doing a big library mailing. And um, he's That's going to be idea. in charge of that too. So, so you um, know, I wanted to ask you just, about uh, uh, your contest, though, contests that you do. You enter contests. Yes. Okay. So how, what are no. your feelings on that? Oh, you mean the contest you know. for newsletter people? No, a contest that you, you win, that you've won. Oh, I don't enter contests. Oh, you don't either? Okay, so I no. you don't. Why is that no. then? Because I don't I entered one now and so I I I don't really enter contests. I thought maybe you did. You don't? No. Never. Okay. No. What's the reason why time. you don't? You don't have time. I don't okay, have time. I just I'm, you know, really, I yeah. I don't know if they're good or not because there's 5 million contests out there and I've never really liked contests. So I don't really right. I run join contests, them. but I don't enter them. Yeah. Oh, you run them. Okay. Yeah. So what this type? What's your favorite contest, kind of contest that you want? That you run? What kind of contest? What, are you uh, well, actually, something? the ones that I've done through Ryan Z have gotten me yeah. a lot of newsletter subscribers. So my list is is you know is decent. Um, oh, that's good. Not enormous, but it's it's pretty good, as long as people stay. You know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do like when I do. This is the other thing we used to do: release parties. Yeah, those have stopped right. being affected. I know those. Are I don't bad. do those it's anymore. Not bad, but they, nobody does them. You know. Um, no, I used to love to run contests for release parties. That was so much fun. And put up yeah. silly pictures and have people, yeah. you know, caption them and that kind of stuff and interacting with readers that way. And it was so much fun to have a release party. Nobody does a release party anymore. People, a few no, people do, no. but well, I don't see you know anyone. Why? There's I five million know. releases. There's, I like this. Everybody's releasing books and, um, some people release them so fast, you don't even know how they could possibly write that fast. But they keep having rele- – yeah. you know, they did have a lot of those. But one of the things was well, some of them everybody are would – you know. Yeah, and, and a lot of the release parties, like I would donate books to people. And then it ended up costing me money if I'm going to send it out to them. And then nothing came to be. So I said, I'm not doing these release right. parties because it wasn't well, for me. Well, I, I have a new way now. When donate. People, yeah. people want to um, – if people want to review a book from me, I no longer gift books from Amazon because, you know, when you do that with a contest, I actually found sometimes people returning to Amazon, getting the money, and spending it on something else. <laughs> Are so you serious? So what I oh my do, God. I Smashwords allows you to have to create a coupon for their book. Yes. So I create yes. a coupon reducing the price of my book to zero. And when I have somebody who wants to review, I give them the Smashwords coupon, and they go on there and they can get the book for nothing. And that doesn't cost me a cent. And okay, they can't return I, it there for anything. Now that you brought it's, that it's, up, that's a great – okay. All right, this is what I want to talk about. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, now, my feeling is, okay, Smashwords, we had them on the guy, Mark, years ago. Now, oh, I love Mark Coker. Okay, yes, and yeah. – the thing is, I've just decided now that, you know, a few weeks ago that I want to do that because I think a lot of, you can't, you can't, people, if I gave someone, I did, I gave someone a gift, okay? She's not like my friend friend, okay? She's someone that I know for years. She likes my work. And so I gave her a gift on Amazon, okay? And she wanted mm-hmm. to put a review and they said no. 
And this is happening all over the place. I, what, she wasn't going to write just she likes my work, not, which is really nice. And I, I thought, mm. well, it's, you know, I appreciate that she likes my work. She always talks about my characters and everything. So I gave her a no. book. So, and they will not let her put a review on. So I'm th- I know now that that's what I'm going to do, too, with the smash words because – Frankly, when you give your book free on Amazon, I try everything. So I've done that on Amazon. Okay, your numbers go great. Okay, everybody's in there, and your your numbers yeah, are right. really. Per- and then as soon as you don't give it free, it's all the way back into another spot. Right. And I really uh, think I use people- Insta Freebie now too, but you have to pay for Insta Freebie after a yeah. month. And yeah. Smashwords, it's free to do this. So right, but, but you I, know, I, I think mean, I saw as far that people freebie, report, yeah. March people report that this person leaving a review is a personal friend of yours. So I would like to thank the person who reported that my friend Marilyn, who was reading my books during her chemo and writing reviews because she liked them and died. And the person who reported that her review was written because she was my friend and Amazon took it down. Yeah, I know this. This is a big problem. Thank you very much. If you're listening, I want to say thank you very much for having yeah, done she, that. And yeah, now she's yeah, gone, she, and, and, and so is her review. And, you know, so but I, then I told people, people which to I pay think attention I'm to their own lives and not worry yes. about everyone well, else. That was, that's sad. That's really bad. I mean, you know, it is and, sad. You know I, don't, I don't understand that. Because they missed one, though. They missed <laughs> one on an old book. They missed one, and I found uh, one of her reviews, and I, you know, I copied it and saved it. But, yeah. Yeah, but sometimes so you they, can put yeah. the reviews on, you can put them on... Amazon and the page where it's you can add things of your own on Amazon. There is a part you can put yeah. in people that do, but you know, and you can put on your website. But this is ridiculous. You know, there are, I call Amazon if I have a question or whatever, and the, the answers are, you know, it's really it's, some of these things aren't really fair though. They've taken a ton of reviewers off that aren't people's yes. friends. They're just they're reviewers. Yes, okay? I've lost and they a have few reviews. One person. Yeah. Who was part of a review group who reviewed a whole bunch of my books, and all of her reviews were taken down. Yeah. And that's like, yeah. you know, she reviewed yeah. my, she wasn't getting anything out of it. She likes my work. I know this. I mean, I, I don't understand this. why that's not okay. But people who haven't even read your book and decide that your book is competitive to an author friend of theirs, so they go on, on your book and leave a really nasty troll review, which is obvious they haven't read the book because they don't even mention the name of the hero right. or heroine yeah. or anything right. about the plot. They just go on and say this is the worst book ever written and give you one star. That's okay. That's okay. But to have your a, a review written by somebody who likes your work and reads yeah. all your books because she likes them. Yeah, I know this. I know this, and this is, you know, and the other thing is, you know, there is a lot, you know, I, I, you know, I don't like to, I, you know, Virginia uh, Grenier and myself, Virginia does a lot of the marketing, and she, I don't, she does, she used to do all the, uh, you know, the blog tours and everything, and that's a lot of work, and she did them all. I don't do any of that, and so we were talking about these things, and you know, the reviews. Okay, I. I don't really like to ask people for reviews. I just, it's some, I feel, you know, I don't think that I want to do this. So, okay. So, you know, especially when I was an agent and now that I'm a show, I'm not going to ask people to do it. Okay. So I, I have paid companies to do reviews. Okay. And I don't think there's anything wrong with paying anybody. I know people say no. don't pay for a review, but I want people that have read the book and you know, they read the book right. because when they are giving an in-depth 
you know, uh, review. And, right. you know, so I'm thinking, you know, and I know a lot of people that are very good reviewers. So we may do this for, I may do this for my Michigan Avenue Media Company because I think people need this. But they're going to have to pay because I'm going to have to pay them because I pay people now. I pay for reviews. Okay. Uh, and, I started. And be, I don't think it's bad. A, um, a, an audio review group on Facebook. <clears throat> Because audio books, they give you 25 codes for free books so you can get reviews. Yeah, I get that. I I have that too. Who would be interested? And the interested people, I started a Facebook group. So I can post in there, here's, you know, who wants a a code for a free audio book. Yes, because they they give you 25 codes. Right. And, you know, and so a lot of times, though, the problem with what I said to the, you know, audibles is I asked them yesterday, I said, People don't know how to accept the gift sometimes, and and they feel that they have to have an account. But if they have an Amazon Prime account, they can go in there and do it. They they will understand it. A lot of people don't accept sometimes the gift that you might be giving them of the free audio because they don't know what, what Audible's is. We know this, but a lot of people right. don't know right. what Audible's. Right, and you have to tell them what the to do greatest. with it. Yes, right. Right, and it's the greatest thing. I mean, I love it, and I, I've mentioned this oh, all God, my, I my fell in love with I fell in love with my narrator. Yep. He has narrated 11 books for me, all the, the um, sports books, and <clears throat> it was the most incredible experience when I first heard, it. First heard yeah. my first audio book by this guy. I know. I flipped out. It was like, I know. It was like a trip to Mars. It was like my character came to life and he was standing I love it too no, I love oh this. my People don't understand god it. the guy's an actor and he can do different voices I have one book That's where great. I have four men having a conversation and he did all four men and okay. I knew who was talking which every book time. are you talking about because I wanted to get one of your audio books so which one was that <laughs> the marriage the list has the four men okay. And okay. that's actually the cheapest, the cheapest of okay. the of my books. Well, I, I'm, I, I already, I also pay separately Audible for a separate one, which I talked to them yesterday. I, I have, I belong to everything, and I keep paying fifteen for this, twenty for this. But yeah. anyway, so I'm going to cancel it. But I, I, I've been paying for it because I really like it. I love the audio books, and now I'm a Prime member, I so then too. it's different. Uh, let me. The thing I like about an audio book, okay, when I even did with my children's books, I could not believe how it sounded and it was such a good learning experience and it almost feels like you're re- you're listening to a story that somebody else wrote because oh, yeah. it was just I, and he does a woman's experience. voice without sounding silly the guy is a yeah. really good actor he's a great character actor and he i've just been listening actually this week my 11th book he had finished it and i just finished listening to it about a day or two ago and he really got into these two, and he had the conversation between the hero and the heroine, and he's going back Great. and forth. And I was just swooning. His name is Jim Roberts, and he just he can Jim do Robertson. these athletes. Okay. His voice is deep, and he's just Because not everybody is he's that's absolutely the other thing. great. See, some are not good, and that is the problem. Because if and I, and I well, mentioned that I I've never done an inter, I haven't done an interview in a long time. So uh, Eleanor Parker Sapia was on my show, and she asked me if I'll do an interview on her blog. I said yes. So then she emailed me yesterday, and she said, "Do you want to write something about audiobooks?" And I go, "Okay, fine, I'll write something because I love the audiobooks." And I just did a, a couple little too. sentences. But the thing about the audiobook. If you have a voice that's entertaining and you just sit there and listen, it is really good. Yeah. But if you don't, unfortunately, if it doesn't, it's bad. I mean, that's what happens. Oh, I, he was sure a 12 audition. Like 
Right. I had oh, listened to all okay. 11 yeah. auditions. I was deciding between number 10 and 11, and I got an email from him. Have you decided? Could you listen to my audition? I said, oh, sure, because I hadn't really. I listened to his, and he read these two characters. It was two football players. Yeah. And he read them totally differently. And the funny line, I laughed. This yeah. was See, that's the 12th right. time I heard it, and I laughed. I said, this yeah. guy See, is that's it because thing. he made me laugh. Yeah, he actually, he was Griff. I listened to him, and he was Griff for me. And that just, that's still one of my favorite books. It's the first book in the football series. And you, I mean, that would be a good book for you to listen to because he just does it so which, incredibly Which one was well. that one? That one is... Griff, Griff Montgomery, quarterback. Okay, the okay, because I was looking to. Okay. And he's like, oh, he had never, he's done mostly nonfiction. So the love scenes were completely new to him. Yeah. Uh, and he's gotten into it now. He's like, great. You can really tell he's gotten into it when he's doing the oohs and the ahs and the this and the that. And he's just hilarious. He's wonderful. He's absolutely That's wonderful. I because just I love them, him. too. I love audiobooks. And, you know, I think that, you yeah. know, and I wrote also in there, but if people would just give it a chance. And I have uh, four of my books are for children's books. Okay. And when I heard them, actually, I had the, one of them. The first one was uh, No Clues, No Shoes. And I, I like the English accent because I think English, when they have a talk, I listen to everything they say. It doesn't matter what they're saying. I like it. So anyway, so the first woman that I had that did it, I, I loved it. And, you know, I said, this is like Julie. Andrews, I think, doing my story, and it yes. was so good. And you know, but the problem is, she disappeared completely. Oh. Okay, she finished the book, and then Amazon, she was going to do all my books. Then I found two others that were really good. So I mean, it, there are so many in there that people can go on, you know, and. It's yes. very affordable for people because it's a fifty-fifty deal if they do the, with the ACX yeah. audibles. And I think right. it's really and it's the only it's time the next I've big, ever. It's the next big thing. If you're not in audiobooks, you're you're not going to you know you're going to be in trouble. I agree with you. I agree. I think along. it's so good. It's really, and I think people like, oh, I like to read a book, but you could read the book, but when it's a whole different experience, you hear every with line. Audio, and there are a lot of people who listen to books in their cars. I, I, yes. the, the best review I had of Griff, the audiobook, of any audiobook, was from this woman who drives to work with her husband every day. And they listen yeah. to audiobooks in the car. Yeah. And he likes sports and she likes romance. I and mean, we're never able to oh, find anything. You, you so they were listening both. to the Times and, and hating it. So she saw my book and she thought, what a perfect compromise. So she yeah. got the book and they're listening to it. And it gets to the first love scene. And he pulls off the road and stops the car. He looks at her. He stops the tape. He looks at her and he says, is this okay with you? And she said she gave him a smile. She said, well, if it's okay with you. She said he got the biggest grin on his face that she had ever seen. And they turned the book back on. She said, they listen to it all weekend. Usually they don't listen except when they're oh, right, in the, the car. <laughs> so on weekends they didn't listen. She said, no, no. And we went home and had our own love scene. Oh, that's and a good thing. They listened thing. to the this book is, all weekend. And she said that it, <laughs> right, that my book was a couple's book. That's what she <laughs> called it. <laughs> That's the best review I, I ever got. Yes, 
you know, and honestly, it is such a great thing to hear that because, you know, I, I mean, to me, this is one of the things that I try, and I've been talking about it on most of my shows because, honestly, and I had Jack Remick on who's been on a lot of times, and he had his book, and, and he didn't think that it could be as good as it was, and it was he was so happy when it was done, and I had this other guy, Dennis Must, and the woman in the in the book, she was singing along with his rhythm of the book. Oh, my God. I'm thinking, this is yeah. so good. And so I think people should just give it a try because, you know, uh, it's something unique. I-, I love it, and I agree with you. But I think we're it is a, the next We're a car thing. culture. We're a car culture. A yeah. lot of people listen to audiobooks in their car. Now, but I have to be completely phone, frank with you. I couldn't I couldn't do it in the car because I, I focus on one thing at a time. And if I were focused on an audiobook I'd probably have like a major accident. That but I can listen to an audiobook when I'm walking in the park. Okay? Yeah, yeah but a I lot listen of people to it on my listen phone. to them yeah. in the car. I have it on my phone too. And yeah, they listen to it in the car and while they're commuting to work. This is a huge market and if authors don't get with the program and get some yeah. audiobooks, they're gonna be dealt out. Yeah, and I because do think that a huge. new author, uh, now this is advice for people when they're listening to the archives, this, a new author yes. would do themselves a favor if they listen to books in audio because you can make yourself a better writer when you yes. hear the words on a tape, like when it's on the audio. It's yes. such a different experience. You know, I love And there's it. one I, other I, thing I, that I see. When I, when I look at my book when it comes in and I look at the chapters and I see how long each chapter is, and yeah, I, yeah, you know, so far, I mean, every once in a while I'll find a 17-minute chapter, but I hope to have yeah. the chapters somewhere between 20 and 25 minutes so that the book is smooth, that it flows. That, yeah, that to me yeah, is really important. The, and it, right. Yeah, some of the things I learned at Secret Cravings help do that with the length of a scene and the length of a chapter have to be certain lengths, and I stick to that. I'm really uh, very strict about it. Because the book flows and it, it's not choppy. And when I yep. look at an audio book and I'm listening to it and I see all the chapters and they're slightly different lengths, but that's yep. okay because there's inflection, there's this, there's that, yep, it's right. back and forth. I just don't want it to be, you know, long and short. And so when I do have that 17 word chapter, uh, the 17 yep. minute chapter, I say to myself, ooh, ooh, you know, I messed up here because the chapter is. is that shouldn't be so bad. Well, that's a good idea. So that's it's a very another good idea for the next to, books. Yes, yes. Yeah, you know. to, learn, to uh, learn the craft. Yeah, it is. I mean, right. And, you know, all the tips that we gave today, I mean, I hope people, you know, I mean, because that's why I wanted to have you on alone because I see, hear what, you know, I've been seeing what you've been writing and all these questions mm-hmm. and, you know, and how nice you are to people to answer, honestly. And, you know, and I'm willing to do the same. If people, we used to have a lot more people yeah. in the chat rooms. We don't anymore because it's different times and, you know, people listen to it on demand but i do think that authors there's no question that is that ridiculous so if you don't know it rather than just not knowing things ask somebody you know i mean they'll be you know you can find a lot out because there are so many people out there a lot of them won't answer you a lot of them are rude but that's not our case so in your no case, I, I don't I, do that when i ask the question never. if no, i have an answer never. i give an honest answer there is yes, one thing i would like to clear up for authors okay. out there I am a lawyer's daughter and a lawyer's wife. And whoever tells you that just because you wrote it, it's copyrighted, it's a lot of yep. baloney, file it's, it with uh-huh. the copyright office, .gov, go in there, That's get right. the real thing, right. it's $35, you get a slip of paper, I totally and you are protected. Agree. And anything other than that is not going to protect you. 
Right. It, it, you, you can know bring what? in your emails. You can bring in anything you yeah, want to in right. court. But if you have a copyright, you yep. will be protected. And, and people who slough that off because they don't want to spend the money make a huge oh, mistake. Now, that's a really important thing because, you know what, this is what I always yeah. say to people. It's because are you going to stand in front of a judge and they're going to say, do you have a copyright? And they're going to say no. And they're going to say, well, right. why not? It's, you know, I mean, this, right. like even with scripts, I used to do it both in, in California and now with the Guild. But now I just oh, right. have a copyright. It's good for 100 years. It's 100 years. Yeah. All, everything, all my scripts, everything I do is a copyright. So I think that if you're yes. writing a short story, whatever, you, you cannot stand by a judge and tell them that you didn't get a copyright and claim it's yours and win the case it's not going to exactly. happen you need to have a copyright no, i a copyright everything short stories yeah. everything before i publish it i copyright yeah. it and yeah. um it's insane not to it's yeah, absolutely so the, really the good, last step i do point. before i load it up on amazon that's the last step i do i yeah, get it I formatted <clears throat> and then i yeah. copyright it and then i upload it you know to amazon and, even and if a bunch it's not of formatted perfectly places. you can still copyright it because uh, yes it they doesn't don't matter. care. They just want the word. No. And you can change the exactly. title. They don't care about the title. They care about right. what's and inside. And it doesn't have to be the final edited copy either. No, it doesn't. I've done you know, the same can... thing. Right. Right. No. Yeah. But They're if very it's not there. Because... Yep. It's, yeah. You're right. And then you have it's... nothing. Right. Yeah. That's very and foolish that's to do thing. that. Right, and you just have to be really careful. I always tell people one thing. If you think you might get a lawsuit for something that you're writing, then don't do it. If it's questioning in your mind that you say, this might not be right, either oh, yeah. check it out or don't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You know, because people don't think it. Do your it research. Mean, yeah, and, you know, because oh. anything can happen. And so you yes. just have to protect yes. yourself. <clears throat> And because and when I read a book that isn't well-researched, and I've read several there were people, if you're writing about New York City, for God's sakes, doesn't take long on Google, don't tell me you're going on West Broadway to the river because West Broadway <laughs> goes north and south. It does not go east and west, even though it's called West Broadway. It takes you five seconds to look this up on Google because when I'm reading your book and you say that, you know what happens? I close the book. I'm done. I'm finished. Yes, I'm finished. Yeah, if somebody yeah. writes that their millionaire, billionaire guy can see – the Statue of Liberty <laughs> and the George Washington Bridge from his office in Midtown. I go, oh, no, we can't. Yeah. Okay. Check these things out. Check these things yeah. out. And this yeah, billionaire guy lives on the top floor of a townhouse. Oh, no. If yeah. he's really a billionaire, he either lives on Park Avenue, Fifth Avenue, yep. Central Park right. West, or he owns the entire townhouse. Okay. Right. And, yeah. and these things are not hard. To research, no, they're, they're but not. when you now get it so wrong, easy. you take me out of the story because you didn't spend a few minutes yeah. looking into what is real, okay? Yeah. And and that, I, that I write in Chicago, and I like to write like a couple restaurants in there, but they're real restaurants, you know. Um, the only time I think we, I made up an address a, a lot is when I did a screenplay, and it was a horror house. And it was a horror story, and it was a murder yeah. committed. So I thought, like, oh no, this is not a good thing. Okay. And oh, so, I don't you know, use real restaurants. I I I, never, I don't. I I usually yeah. don't use real restaurants. I will sometimes use a real store, um, especially the you know famous stores on Fifth Avenue. But I make yeah. up my own towns and my own yeah, restaurants too, and my because yeah. I don't want it to be wrong. Okay, so I'd rather right, right, make it right. up than have yeah. it be incorrect. 
Right, exactly. Really, um, I, right, exactly. And you have to research. I mean, no, years ago it was harder. Now it's easy. Just go and Google, and you can find any anything. Exactly. Google a yeah. map of Manhattan, and you'll see that West Broadway goes north and south. Yeah. yeah. I'm reading along. Yeah. I'm going. Wait a minute. What Broadway <laughs> to the river? <laughs> no. Really? No. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. This is, yeah. You know, no, it you doesn't never, go to the Hudson River. <laughs> and, and, yeah, all right, so where where can people find you if, when they want to find you? On your website? Oh, uh, J-O-A-C-H-I-M, as in Mary, books.com. That's my website. Um, yeah. I'm on Facebook as Jean Joachim and Jean Joachim author. Yeah, and you're, and you're very precise because you, know, you have all your, pay, all your different pages will take them to where they need to go. You know, yeah, you do exactly. a really good you website. Just Google my yeah, name yeah. and I come yeah, up because yeah. it's not a common name. Not, no, it's not. I can't pronounce it still after three times. <laughs> Nobody can pronounce it. <laughs> so I Somebody actually it. asked me once if it was a pen name. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no. If it no, was Smith, it would be a pen name. <laughs> I, th- I want to thank you so much for coming on. It was great. Thank was you. I had a wonderful it time. All, it was a great time. All right, thank you so much, and thank you all for listening. Have a great night. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care.